bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. You ever been somewhere and just like realized it was cold? Like you were sitting there and you was doing it and then you sat still and were like, dude, it's freezing in here. It's like seriously cold in here. Anyway, uh, 1017, the truth is not home of Milwaukee Public School City Conference Basketball. This Wednesday night, go to my air, Eagles. I'm sorry, I'm getting it all wrong. The Golden Owls take on their conference rivals, the Milwaukee Marshall Eagles. Tip off, 7 o'clock. Don't miss this game. It will not disappoint. That's the Golden Owls versus the Marshall, Milwaukee Marshall Eagles on Wednesday night for the City Conference Game of the Week on the new 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, 1017thetruth.com, sponsored by. Milwaukee Public Schools presented by Gruber Law Offices. So that ought to be a pretty good game. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So I'm supposed to read this and it's supposed to do all this stuff and they got to call you and all that? That's a lot of work. I'm not doing that. I'm going to skip that. Next. (laughs) I'll, I'll do it at the bottom. That way you'll have some time to go get go go to go to sleep, go get something to drink, wake up, take a shower, and then answer the phone. I'm just what is your go-to drink that you shouldn't drink, but you drink it anyway? And no, I'm not talking about liquor, so don't 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 choose liquor, but like mine is hot chocolate. There is absolutely no, there is absolutely nothing in hot chocolate that is good for you. 
except the fact that it tastes good. But other than that, there's it's like coffee, right? I love black coffee. There's nothing in coffee that's intrinsically valuable. But yet, I drink it like water. Water. I'm sorry. Yeah, somebody was teasing me. A friend of mine was teasing me. She, she said, you put R's on your water. And I said, well, so. Okay. Anyway. Uh, oh, I got too much. Too much, too much, too much. 833-212-1017 is the number. Let me, let me get back to what these folks saying about um, HBC use. White Water Success has more to do with its stylish, clean, crisp look than its social programs. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. And what do you mean social programs? I don't understand what that means. What do you mean social programs? That's kind of weird. 808s and Heartbreaks said, Ken, the problem with policing is the training for threats. They aren't scientifically quantifiable. Yes, they are. You have no idea what you're talking about. You are incorrect. Or can't be used in a scientific method. Yes, they can. Case in point, A squad cars to one black guy jaywalking. There are reasons for that. Reasons you may not know. Reasons I don't know. If it was just jaywalking, that was a little much. But if it wasn't, there are other things that occur behind the scenes that might actually have caused them to respond that way. Watch this. Or it was a particularly slow night and everybody was lazy and they just somebody else had to stop. So they just all showed up. Majority of stuff cops are mistrained for don't happen. What are you even talking about? Mistrained like what? Miss, miss. Okay. Mistrained like what? Cops are mistrained. Okay. That's okay. So you heard about the police detective that was arrested for abusing the child. And so they'll be looking into that. Evidently, they have probable cause for an arrest. It'll go to the DA and we'll see whether or not uh, that made up stuff. Exactly. What, what are you talking about? Made up, made up. What? What's made up? Interesting. They say eggnog. That's his. I like eggnog, but I can only drink eggnog at a certain time of year. I, I can't drink eggnog when it's warm outside. That's just weird. Or even warm eggnog. Ugh. I got to have ice cold eggnog right out the refrigerator. In a cup. And it has to be a coffee. Have you ever drank anything out of a cup and it was the wrong kind of cup? I can't drink coffee out of a metal container. It tastes weird. Can't do it. Maybe I'm just weird. I, th- I think that's what it is. I'm just weird. 833-212-1017 is the number. Should it be illegal for immigrants to receive social services? You say social services like what? Social security, unemployment, welfare. If you're not from here, social security and unemployment benefits are based on earned income. So if you're here and you don't have permission to be here, but you work a job that pays you a wage and you pay your taxes, 
I don't have a problem with a person who's an illegal immigrant receiving Social Security, unemployment, or welfare. But if you didn't pay anything into the system, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't think that would be uh, likable by me. But then again, I probably shouldn't talk about it because I don't have a, you know. Oh, wait a minute. I have been on welfare. My bad. Anyway, this Saturday, be sure to join into our broadcast of the MLK Prayer Breakfast sponsored by American Family Insurance Live from Concordia University from 10 a.m. till 12 noon. Um, During that two-hour time, I'll be speaking with uh, the director of multicultural engagement, Walter Goodwin, about the impact of Dr. King and his legacy, uh, some of the things the school is doing in regards to diversity, equity, and inclusion. You'll also hear from Dr. Celeste Cuffey, Melvin Henderson, Denisha Tate, and Diana Bells Camper. Those are, those are folks that are affiliated with Concordia. You know Pastor Melva from the neighborhood, right? Y'all know Pastor Melva and Pastor Skip. And, and so what, what's going to happen is they're going to be here for the MLK brunch, and um, you'll be able to check it out. Again, that's the MLK Prayer Brunch, sponsored by American Family Insurance, live From Concordia University, 10 a.m. till noon this Saturday, right here on the new 7 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. You know what? What is your most fearful thing you fear happening to you? I mean, in the, in the realm of silliness and totally ridiculous. 833-212-1017 is the number. You know, I was I was just thinking about while the song was playing and I was about to talk, I was about to say something, and then my throat said, don't open up the microphone. What? What, what are you doing? So I didn't, and I let out the loudest belch I've ever heard in my life. That is my biggest fear, being on the radio and in the middle of talking or saying something, or pontificating about something, or arguing with somebody, I would go, like the loudest, most gross. Yeah. You have any fears like that? Things that make you terrified that if it happened, you would just be so embarrassed. Only I wouldn't be embarrassed. I'd be like, eh, okay, life happens. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. 833 
1-877-877-1-7 is the number. Before the break, I was talking about whether or not illegal immigrants or whatever we are calling them today should actually receive Social Security, unemployment, welfare, whatever it is. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Talking text line says, Dr. Ken, the lack of understanding of police methods, training, and analytics, in my opinion, is all due to the policing culture that lacks transparency and community interaction. And not true. Not true. Um, Part of the issue is I don't understand what you mean for me. Part of my issue is I don't understand what you mean by community interaction. I don't understand what people are asking for when they talk about they want community interaction. Number one. Number two, police methods, training, and analytics are public record. If you want to know what police train for, it's public record. All that stuff. So I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Um Whenever the police try to explain something, everybody gets mad and tells them they're wrong about it or this is what you did wrong instead of actually listening. I find it interesting that everybody wants the cops to listen to them, but nobody wants to actually listen to the cops. That's why they stop talking. That's why they stop trying to share stuff or tell you what happened when you've decided you know what happened and you weren't there. Based on witness testimony, stuff like that. I'm I'm just saying. You're taking up for the cops again. Right. Nurses take up for take up for nurses. Medical doctors take up for medical doctors. Lawyers take up for lawyers. I take up for cops. I'll also arrest everybody in that group if they're wrong. If they commit a crime. So there's like that too. There's that. Chris said illegal immigrants no. Legal immigrants, yes. Yes, they pay into the system. The loophole is illegal immigrants who have USA-born children who then qualify for many programs. But I don't have a problem with that. The money helps take care of the parents. I don't have a problem with that. It sounds like I'm contradicting myself, but I'm really not. I understand what's needed when children are born in America and they now become an American citizen and they have all the rights and privileges. And many of those rights and privileges then transfer over to the parent because they just happen to be here and the baby's getting the help. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't know. They say it, I agree 120% with you, but how does an illegal get a job that pays into the system? Most employers have to pay into the system whether you are a legal employee or not. He said, I honestly don't know my folks became legal by becoming naturalized. Hmm, interesting. From where? No wonder. But you still have to, you know, fill out the form and go through the whole rigmarole and pay and all that stuff. Silly ones like verbal boo-boos while public speaking. I don't have too many serious fears. This, oh, this is on the fear piece. I don't have too many f- serious fears as I don't walk or operate in fear, but it's what you shared while a while ago. Failure is 
but it's a motive. Well, there's absolutely nothing wrong with fear. Fear keeps you alive. Fear keeps you safe. Fear keeps you. What's the word I'm looking for? Alert. So, I mean, come on. That's a bit much. So, <laughs> so, I mean, public speaking of making a verbal boo-boo while public speaking. Eh, I do it on the radio every day, so. You're proving my point about individuals speak about police officers. No, they're speaking specifically about training, and I explained it. They have their right to believe whatever it is they want to believe. I'm just able to explain it because I'm black and a cop, right? Other people can't. But I, I, I mean, I get it is what I, I get what you're saying. But me personally, my belief about all that, and you can call me old school if you want to, I don't want the police to be too close to a community. Eventually, you got to do your job. And if you're too close to Ray Ray and Bubba and Shaniqua and all of them, and then they act a fool, you have to arrest them. And if you hesitate, bad things can happen. Or... We can keep a respectful separation between those that police us and those who don't. And I'm kind of okay with that. I'm kind of okay with the cops not being around. Many times they don't need to be there, no one. Because they're causing trouble. But when somebody said, yeah, you see him with... You know, eight cops to one person jaywalking. Well, do you know that that's what happened? Or do you know, was the person wanted? Do you know that they match the description of? So there are a lot of things that go into how we function under those things. Call it, talking to Texan says, call it professionalism. No. Because professionalism in law enforcement is not professionalism as a medical doctor is not professional. You know what I mean? It's, it, it, it differs a little. And you'll never win. You'll never win. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. When you arrest individuals, period. I don't. Put, put that together because I don't understand what it is you're saying. Are you saying all cops are bad when they arrest people? Or all people's mess, all, all cops mess it up? Or I don't, I don't understand what it is. What exactly it is that you are saying. Wayne said Sherman's biggest fear is having enough witch hazel after he's gone. Huh? Number. <laughs> That's funny. Witch hazel. Well, I guess so. I'm not touching that. I'm going to stay over here where it's <laughs> where it's safe. Where it is safe.
I'm still stuck on the 414-719 comment about professionalism. Um, it's not about winning. What's not about winning? When police arrest people? Let me share some mindset with you before we go to break so that, so that you understand what happens. The person that brought up the whole, I don't even know if it was you or not, the whole thing about research and not understanding research and all that, and it's not based on a model, has no idea what they're talking about. We're talking about 30, 40 years of modeling in terms of police behavior, police culture, police training. And then sending it to judges to make sure that it's court defensible. So that when you do it and somebody says you did wrong, you can go to court. When you arrest individuals, period, and do not and and do nothing. I'm, I'm assuming you're saying and and not do anything illegal then. I don't I don't I don't understand the text, so you might want to resend that. But basically I think that you're saying is being professional when you arrest people. Those types of arrests happen about half a million times a day. And nobody hears about it, nobody knows about it because because nothing happens. It's when something happens that you hear about it. And then we assume that that one person, if they did something wrong, then all cops did something wrong. And there's a fair number of bad cops. But the overwhelming majority number of cops are decent. You know, just like human beings, dogs, cats, birds. Some are good. Some are not so good. And we have to be cognizant of the fact that that it's it's important that we do that. I see you hanging on, Brian, so we're going to get to you. After the break. So make sure you watch for Brian. Why? Because the new 1017 The Truth sophomore year celebration is almost here. And as usual, we have to be celebrating our anniversary in style with you, our loyal and loving truth fans. So tune in to the truth this afternoon. But you also need to listen on that afternoon, February 10th. So just start listening at four every day from now until then. I'll be broadcasting live from the Ivy House from 4 until 6 p.m. The Truth Anniversary Celebrations presented by American Family Insurance, Northwestern Mutual Group of Law Offices, and Associated Bank, sponsored by the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. And now, do I get, do I get, look, look, I didn't even get any, but you get a chance to join us at our Truth Sophomore Year Celebration by calling... 833-212-1017 to be caller number seven. How many tickets they get? Two. You get two tickets. 833-212-1017 is the number. Be caller number seven. Again, that's 833-212-1017 for your chance to party with the Truth Fam. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. 
The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth of the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Want to say congratulations to Cheryl. She will be joining us. The Truth Sophomore Year Celebration. So I think like every day, or is it every show? Every show, every day? Every show, every day. So I get to give away two tickets, and I'm going to be broadcasting live. I'm going to be like kind of tucked away and broadcasting live and just doing my show. Interviewing people, all sorts of stuff. So I'm going to drag in all the, you know, Mel and um, what's that guy's name? Sherwin Hughes and what's the other dude's name? Tori Lowe and what's that name? DJ Brother Z and what's that name? Carrie Noni and some dude named Benjamin. He got some kind of moniker he always say when he opened up the microphone or something. It's amazing. Something like that. So. And then little old mate, little old mate, we'll be right there broadcasting live. It's going to be great. And we're going to have a great time. And um, I think you'll love it. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that Sherelle? That Sherelle? The one that just sent me a text, Sherelle? Oh, no. Nah, we got to take them tickets back, player. Hey, go. I know where she worked. Go find her. And <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Congratulations, Sherelle. Um, I guess you'll be harassing me that day, right? Anyway, I want to say congratulations to her. And um, that's pretty cool. 833-212-1017 is the number. Brian, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Thanks for hanging on. Oh, no problem. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I wanted to address the aesthetic issue as to why H- some HBCUs uh, thrive and some of them fail. And as far as Whitewater goes, Whitewater has always thrived because it's always been clean. It's always, uh, uh, as far as the, the authorities on campus, they've always been uh, very liberal to black folks that come out there. That's that's basically why Whitewater has always thrived to black folks that went to that school. It's always it's, the thing about black folks. We don't like we have an, have an aversion to uh, 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 trashy looks. When we see visual, uh, certain things that don't look right visual, we're not going to go to them. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever even seen a speck of, pe- speck of paper on the grounds of Whitewater anywhere. And it's always been like that. Not to mention they've had a great football team. They've had uh, uh, moderate uh, 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 officials on that campus that uh, gave people a fair shake. And you couple that with a nice-looking school and heat in the rooms at all all times, as opposed to other schools where you may have a heating problem, you may have trash blowing all over the grounds, you may not have a ground screw that keeps things the bathrooms clean. That's another thing about whitewater. The bathrooms are always pristine, always. Blacks don't thrive 
in trashy areas. It's just like people don't like living in 53206 or 53210. But there like are the some. Trash. Well, for, for, first of all, I, I live around them places, so that's not true. Number one. You're an exception to the case. I'm not. You're talking about everybody live around me are doing are. great. What are you talking about, my, Brian? Come on now. I went to a. Hey, I went to HBCU. I went to Virginia Union. Okay, I, Virginia I Union University, Charles one of my favorite schools. Right in Richmond, exactly. I went there with uh, Charles Oakley, and uh, our school at the time was always clean, but it's very small. I mean, there were bigger HBCUs around, but they were trash. They were in- dirty, and Bethune Cookman was. Bethany Cookman was one of the trashies. Livingston <laughs> College was one of the trashies. Wow. St. Paul's College was one of the trashies. Wow. All those schools are, 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 well, St. Paul's is out of business. I don't know what ever happened to Livingston, but Elizabeth City University, Elizabeth City was trash. Elizabeth Black City in, uh, in uh, New Jersey? In, in the one in New Jersey? Yeah, it, it's, just, it, it's just a, we have a, black folks, we're all about visuals. If we don't like the way something looks, eventually we're not going to go to it. Okay. Period. Point okay. I mean, that, that's what I've seen over my 50 years of, of uh, living, and it's always proven to be true. Black folks are just visual. It's just like, I mean, uh, some of the restaurants that fail in this city, you know why they fail? Because they don't keep their bathrooms clean. They don't keep their, their uh, surroundings clean. They, they, uh, they just don't pick up. I mean, it's aesthetic. If I could put it down to one word, it's aesthetics to black folks, period. That's all it is. So do you think that's what makes us bougie? I don't care what it makes us. We don't like trashy-looking uh, uh, environments, period. We may make them trashy, but then we wind up uh, doing trashy things, and some people just don't have a trashy character. And, you know, everybody's nobody's perfect. We black folks are definitely not perfect, but the bottom line is, the people that are going to thrive are the people that are going to either clean up that trash or get away from that trash and go to an area where it's not trashy and thrive there. Black folks cannot thrive in trashy environments, period. Unless you're older like us and we just say, whatever, we'll just deal with it. But I'm talking about young folks coming up, we just don't like trashy-looking environments, period. And Whitewater has never been a... White Whitewater has never been trashed. I've I, I've been to Whitewater several times. I've never even seen a piece of paper flying anywhere, anywhere at that at that school. So <laughs> you come <laughs> that with a a, a, motiv- a motivated uh 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 administration that wants black folks there. Oh yeah, black folks will come there and never leave. All right. So that's just the way it is. Peace. Thank you much, sir. Appreciate it. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Is is that your 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 thoughts as it relates to historically black colleges and universities? Is it time we do something about it? Is it time that we step up and take care of our schools? Is it time we stop getting upset that other people step up and say, hey, you know, I think we need to create a Hispanic serving institution? I don't know. I've seen some HBCUs that were nice, and I saw some that weren't so nice. 
I, I remember going through Jackson State University and I thought to myself, it's very nice. I mean, I drove through there, stopped, went into the dorm, went around. The cost of the school is a state school. So if you were out of state, you were paying out-of-state tuition. But if you're in-state, in Mississippi, I guess you you just pay, you know. But those are some things that matter to students. Not the parents, the students. Even though the parents are the ones many times that are paying. Not always, but many times. Talking text line says he has a point. Aesthetics play a big role, especially if you're paying good money. Whereas what, that, that was Chris. But then Wayne said, I totally disagree about HBCU appearance. If anything, HBCUs help a level of accountability for the community. How's that, Wayne? When you go to a school where there's no heat, and I'm using the instance that the person used about Fisk. And... um have trouble with money. You know, Howard University ran into some drama because they they might have gotten um you know, in trouble. All right. I just had to get Ben jamming. Ben, I had to get you, Ben. Ben. <laughs> that was a good one, though, wasn't it? It was a good one. Okay. I was just teasing. But but it's a, but it's important. Hey, you know those are banned for 2023. No more dings. They banned. No more dings. All right. We're finna go to break. When we come back, I'll be producing my own show because Ben Jammin will not be here. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. I've been avoiding the news because so much ridiculousness has happened. I want to send prayers out to those folks, the families of those folks who were killed, uh, the 10 during the Lunar New Year celebration. It's now up to 11 that were killed. And uh, also to the families of the four that were killed here in Milwaukee, especially um, because it's home. 18 people shot in separate incidents and four were killed. Man died when his car hit the tree. Teen shot and another 15-year-old killed. It's 
It's quite a tragedy. Triple shooting in Milwaukee left one dead. How do we get around this? How do we get around the the turmoil and tragedy death is causing in the city of Milwaukee? What will we do to make the city of Milwaukee a better place to live? I don't know. I'm on WISN.com and I'm looking at a story Mayor Cavalier Johnson dismisses calls to privatize certain city services and ongoing negotiations with Republicans about increasing shared revenue and allowing a dedicated sales tax for Milwaukee. The problem I have with that is unlike Republicans, Democrats have never found a tax that they ever wanted to cancel. And so if we're struggling now and people don't have money and there's an inflation Why would you add a 3% tax on top of that? I think it's time we consider consolidation. And he did say that. He says, I'm not looking to privatization necessarily. He said on WISN's Upfront, which is produced in partnership with WISPolitics.com, it says that, but there are areas where there can be consolidation with other governments, particularly Milwaukee County. I agree. Why we have a city office of diversity and a county office of diversity makes no sense. City health, county health. I don't think the county has a health commissioner because Milwaukee is the class A city. They have it. Who's now leaving, by the way? The um, health commissioner, Kristen Johnson, is actually leaving the city. Um, yeah. Talking text line says you can stop the majority of gun crimes by arresting the people with the guns. They're walking around every day in grocery stores and service stations and corner stores with their guns in their pockets and waistband. If you had caught, if you get caught with the gun in your possession and under the age of 21 without a permit, they don't have permits. They have concealed carry licenses. It's not a permit. Three years automatically make it a class A felony straight to jail. Class A felony is life in prison. We're not sending the people to jail for life. For possessing possessing a firearm that watch this the same person of age could actually carry it open so anyway they go they, they said make it a class a felony straight to jail if that gun was used in the felony make it seven years or more uh, charge them as adults when they're not charging why not they're charging 10 year olds and six year olds start getting guns before they use them hmm okay uh, Martin said, Dr. Ken, life is not valued by the youth. They're failed by leaders and family. How, how do, how do leaders fail, fail 
the youth. Tell me how. All right? Tell me how that happens. Yes, I'm playing devil's advocate. But I'm interested in what you think, how the youth are being failed by leaders and family. Because I see a whole bunch of white folks committing crimes. Ain't nobody calling them out. See a whole bunch of white folks. Y'all, y'all stuck on there being a fentanyl epidemic, which is like ridiculously idiotic in and of itself. It's the drug that they're putting the fentanyl in. You know, the illegal drugs. That's the problem because people are addicted to those. They should be in jail because they're addicted to a crime. No, I'm not saying don't cry for somebody who has a fentanyl overdose. That's very unfortunate and it's very tragic. But don't blame the fentanyl that's in the pill. Blame the, the fact that the person is actually addicted. And guess what? Maybe their family didn't look after them. Maybe we need to blame their family. And maybe, maybe life is not valued and that they're failed by their family. That's why they're overdosing on fentanyl and dying. How's that sound? Because it seems people in the wild counties have a significant amount of things to think about places where they don't live. Some did, but at least ask. But you have a right to your opinion. You can say what you heck you want to say. Martin goes on to say, by not running the city right to provide a safe environment for youth to grow up in, they must take accountability. And how do we do that? How do we do that? I mean, we keep hearing it. But I don't know how that's going to happen. You tell me. I mean, I have my ideas. And throughout these next few months, especially Black History Month, we're going to be talking about a lot of that. You know, I can hear that. (laughs) That was Ben. That's Ben, y'all. See, now you can play it. You're listening to the truth. See, come on, man. Got to have a little, got to be lighthearted. It's Monday, for goodness sake. Have some fun. Relax. Everybody just wound up tight. Besides, Friday's the day I'm going to pop off. And by the way, in on I'm going to have a panel every Friday in February. So it's going to be, it's going to be on point. We're going to have a ball. That's what I'm saying. All right. Good. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tory Lowe's show is up next. He'll be on. I'll be hitting back to the airwaves around midnight and again at 5 a.m. You can be around in the morning for MKE in the morning with Millie Mel and a whole host of others. God bless. Take care. Of course, you can never miss a show by streaming us on multiple platforms, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Download the Truth app and you can get us 24-7. Thank you, Ben Jammin. We appreciate you, brother. It's amazing. And I will see you in 22 hours.